Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. And welcome back, all you beautiful people, to the podcast. I'm psyched, as always, to have you here. Today, we're continuing the six or seven-part series on developing self-discipline. If you're tuning into this episode first, I would actually recommend you pause. You go back to the beginning of this series and just listen to them in order because they build on each other in a sequence. It's a framework, a six-part framework for developing self-discipline. And I think if you understand each of these concepts in this sequential order, then you're going to set yourself up for more success because this is truly one of the most important lessons that I personally had to learn in life. And I learned it the hard way over and over and over before it finally sunk in and I got the lesson. Um, As a result, these days, I consider myself to be a pretty disciplined person. But even for a person like me with, you know, a high degree of self-discipline, the the truth is, if you don't understand or don't get clear on today's lesson, then all the discipline in the world is going to be wasted. It's not going to be effective. So today's lesson is that you need to identify your why. Nietzsche Nietzsche said, um, I don't know how you pronounce that, Nietzsche, Nietzsche, Nietzsche. The man with a strong enough why can endure anyhow. And, And the thing to take away from this is that one of the things I really struggled with when I was growing up was my mom would say things like, she would tell me to do such and such, do this thing, you have to do that. And I'd ask her why, and she'd say something like, cause I told you so. And that was never a good reason, right? That's a, that's a terrible reason just to do something because somebody tells you to do it. And I rebelled against that um, all the way through life, even, even when I was, you know, in school or, you know, in a job working to a boss, because there was always this implicit, if I'm being told to do something, like I'm just expected to follow through on the orders because I was told to do it, not because I ever understood the rationale. And that was That was my experience. And I think if you want to one be a good leader of people, if you're an entrepreneur and you have employees, you need to you need to be better about this, of giving people a clear understanding of why you're asking them to do what you're doing, why the projects they work on, why they matter. And the reason for this is because even even the most disciplined person in the world will fail to muster the necessary discipline if they do not understand why their actions are important. And so if you don't understand why you must be disciplined and why you must apply it um, towards a particular project or a particular thing, you might be able to get yourself in the game through motivation or initial burst of discipline, but you won't have the the ample reserves upon which to to draw long-term. And so you'll eventually quit. The thing that can mitigate that then is to just get really clear on why what you're doing matters. Why do you need to be disciplined about your your oral hygiene or your physical health or your eating, your nutrition or your work or your relationships. Why is it important? The more, the more clear you can get on the why and the more you can generate a strong emotional attachment to that why, the more likely you are to, to be able to endure the long, arduous, grinding process that is often 
the the hallmark of discipline, right? Going to the gym sucks. Doing it every single day for a year sucks. It's a grind. But if you can attach a very deep why, I want to be healthy in old age so that I can be there for my kids, my grandchildren, or I want to be a good partner, or I want to I want to be able to get up and move my body and and not feel like the the the, the the eons are weighing on me, right? Like if you can identify your why and attach a strong enough emotional attachment to it, then you're going to have, you're going to have the reserves to draw upon in the moment. And so that's, that's the first thing I want to, not the first thing, this is what lesson five. This is the, this is important, even, even amongst the really small mundane activities that we have to do in life. And a lot of the things that are going to move us towards our greatness are, in fact, the result of small mundane activities that can often feel very hard to attach a deep, meaningful why to. So your job is to sit down and really unpack why do you do the things that you do? Why is it so important to you that you achieve your greatness, that you move towards whatever goal it is that you're moving towards in life? And for me, I'll tell you, the the big why that motivates me is this deep fear that I have of getting to the end of my life and feeling regret, regret that I didn't live up to my potential. And for whatever reason, when I sit in silence and I think about future me and I think about the shame and embarrassment and regret that I will feel if I look back over the last 80, 90 years, if I'm lucky enough to live that long, and I and I feel like I didn't tap into the potential that I had. I just I'm I feel this overwhelming shame, and the reason I I, I know that that's a that's how I will feel down the road is because that is how I feel when I look back on my twenties or my my teenage years. Is I look back and I think, man, I really wasted those. I didn't live up to my potential. That doesn't mean I'm going to go back there and change it. Doesn't mean I do anything different because I think those were important lessons that led to the man that I am today. And you can't change anything without changing everything. However. I want to take that lesson that's been learned the hard way, that those feelings, those emotions that I have, those negative emotions towards my past, and I want to use that as fuel for my future. And so that's my why. And it's going to be different for you. You're going to have a different why. But I encourage you to figure out what it is, because until you do, all the discipline in the world is not going to help you. So I hope this brought you some value, guys. As always, I appreciate the hell out of you being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Each and every one of you, if I could give you a big old kiss on the forehead, I would if it wasn't weird. Um, That's probably pretty weird. So maybe I'll just give you a high five if we ever see each other. Let's go with that. So I'll see you guys back here tomorrow. As always, until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, real quick, guys, you already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives, and High performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you. And let's get to the show.